Good morning, everybody. You're listening to 89.1 FM WXVU Villanova Student Run Radio, The Roar. Happy December, December 12th, 2022. What a great day to talk about sports. As always, you're listening to Fun in the Locker Room this time every Monday. I know you set your calendars and your alarms and your reminders to come on and listen to this show, and we appreciate that. We appreciate all of you guys, all the thousands across the nation that are listening to us right now. Truly appreciate it. Um, as always, we have a lot to talk about today. This is our last show of the semester, so we definitely want to make it a good one. We have some MLB to talk about, some NFL, a lot of NFL, as always. We could go on for hours talking about the NFL. We have some MLB, a lot of moves were made the other day. Um, we'll talk about Xander Bogarts, Judge. Uh, I think we talked about Verlander, but we'll talk about Steve Cohen and the huge kahunas that he has. Uh, and then a lot of NBA we got to get into. Zion Williamson and the Pelicans sit at first in the NBA standings in the West. Um, the Celtics look unbeatable except by a man named Stephen Curry, and we'll get into all of that. As always, we have our takeaways um, from this weekend, but before that, shameless plugs. Go to the Twitter, Fun in the Locker Room Twitter. Go to the YouTube, Fun in the Locker Room YouTube, and listen to all of our takes and listen to all of Sean's great Monday Night Football picks as he is projected to probably win again this year, and I'm projected to probably come in third again this year. As always... Sean Rankle, Liam Holloway, Truett Karstetter. Let's get into our takeaways and overreactions from this weekend. Jam-packed weekend of football. Sean, what do you got? Uh, <clears throat> I just want to start off the show by talking a little bit about the Giants and the fact that they came in with no expectations this season. They have no skill position players. If you soar their wide receiver cornerback depth charts, they're absolutely atrocious because yeah, of injuries. No skill, yeah. No skill. Keep going. But somehow they are 7-5-1. They are a win away from being 500 this season, which in my mind is a big success. And next week, the Giants will be playing in their Super Bowl of the season. Giants commanders, Sunday Night Football. Giants look bad this week against the Eagles, but we're obviously not going to beat the Eagles. We're just not that good of a team. But we just need to find a way, and if they can beat the commanders, then our playoff odds go from 30% to 88%. And if we can somehow make a playoff this season after being looking like there's no skill on this team. So I'm really excited for this week. Trying to keep my expectations managed, but I think we can keep this game close. I think we can find a way to win this game against Commanders. You said no skill in this team. Who who was the Giants' best player? Saquon. I say that's some skill. Yeah, have you, you want to hear the wide receiver depth chart? Yeah. Isaiah Hodgins, Richie James. Who? Yes. <laughs> Do you miss Kadarius Tony? Not, I'm not trying to be like a, 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 a you know, yeah, jerk uh, here, but if he was healthy on the yeah. field, yes. But he hasn't played all year. Yeah. He's not even playing for the Chiefs. He's still hurt the Chiefs. He didn't do anything. So like, what was, the in, what was the injury? He's just got a hamstring injury that's bothered bothered him for years. Like, I don't know. I don't think anything. He's he's got nothing. Then after that, it's Marcus Johnson, Davis Sills. Like, come on now. I don't. I've never Who? heard of any of those. And players. our cornerbacks, Doris Jackson's been hurt, so we have our cornerbacks are now Fabian Moreau, Nick McLeod, Cordell Floaty, and Tony Jefferson. Like, <laughs> Tony like, Jefferson, like like the safety Tony Jefferson. Yes. I feel like you're just naming off like random NFL players. Exactly. The fact that we're like seven five and one, like I don't know, it's a huge success to me. That we have nothing, and that we are attributed to culture and coaching. Is that is that like a the a, fact they were seven five one? Yeah, because last year, David Gettleman, David Gettleman might be the worst general manager in all sports, and he left us with a terrible cap situation and no talent. And huge credit to Joe Shane coming in here and 
fixing this problem that next year coming into this offseason we now have cap space and things to do with it so next year is the second year of the rebuild and we're going to get better but it's really impressive this year what what uh sorry brian dable's been able to do with this lack of anything Rank so are, is the season just over? Uh, for, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, or is it just this game, and then you know, if we win it, then we're a playoff team. Yeah. <clears throat> if, if you lose, season's done. You think? Yeah, yeah. If yeah. we don't win this game, okay, we're not making the playoffs. Wow. All right, Liam, what's your take? Um, it's not really a hot take. I think there's only four teams that are competing for the Super Bowl this this season. Um, Who three are out of the AFC: Bills, Chiefs, Bengals. And then the Eagles are the four teams. I can't see anybody else really, you know. Say, say that one more time. Bills, Bills, Chiefs, Chiefs, Bengals, Bengals out of the AFC. Yep. Eagles okay. out of the NFC. That's it. So you're you're pretty much putting a lock on the Eagles making it out of the NFC. Yes. Really. I, I had a, you, and I, I'm sure we'll talk about this we later in the show. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it before the season picks, but uh. Pretty, pretty confident. I, in my I, I'm with you there. I, I think the the NFC has been disgustingly uncompetitive. I no, it, it, they're not uncompetitive. They're very competitive. They're just competitively average. I think they're correct. A, yeah, let me let me rephrase that. They've been disgustingly and painfully underwhelming. Yeah, that's a great way to describe. It. I think there's teams that you know have been doing well in the NFC, but I don't I don't think they're for real. And we'll get into that later. Okay, solid, solid take. Um, my take is just, it's a simple shout-out. Um, might might not be appreciated, but shout-out Baker Mayfield uh, for the Thursday night game. Uh, the Rams were on a six-game losing streak, which is just abysmal and just kind of summarizes their state their season. And then, you know, the Raiders, um, we all know what the Raiders, you know, they've had pretty terrible season when it comes to blowing leads. Um but shout out Baker Mayfield. You know he came there. He had to play on a short week and start. He didn't even know where his locker room was. I, I don't know if it was before the game or halftime or afterwards. Yeah. He had to be at like he had to ask them where is the locker room. Like he literally had been there for like four days. You know, and if you if you had watched the game, like you, like it looks like he he's known this playbook for like two years at this point. Like he just came in, um, knew where his receivers were gonna go. You know, and and I I like. If, if this is a Baker Mayfield that has, you know, feels like he needs to, a lot, he has a lot to prove, which he does, and, you know, he really wants to kind of fix his reputation um, and show that he can, you know, be a QB that, that results in wins. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, I'm not going to speculate, like, what his long-term future is for the Rams. They have Stafford, but, you know, he's probably going to play the rest of the year on a season where they're not really playing for anything anymore. But... I don't know. It was just kind of a feel-good story for me. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. Is it 98-yard yeah. touchdown drive? Yeah. Absolutely insane. Yeah, good for him. I'm the, happy for him. The game um, sucked all day. And then yeah, that was, that was a garbage game. And yeah. Shout out to the Raiders for blowing another lead, choking away another win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the Raiders. Um, shout out to Devontae Adams. I hope you get out of there soon, man, because you, you are just absolutely bawling. And... Um, God, Derek Carr is just. Uh, I, I, we have to assume that uh, McDaniel's gets fired, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. I don't think so. He's gotta go. Think so. I think his contract's just too big. How can he not be fired? Is one it year. Purely, head, it's it's very rare that a head coach gets one year and gets fired. It's just like that. That Raiders team should have been a playoff lock, and they're not. Not even close. 
They've now lost to a uh, <laughs> ESPN analyst on the three-day implementing a playbook and now a uh, quarterback coming in and learning a playbook in three days. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, pathetic. Oh, I, 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 my, my heart goes out to Raiders fans. But, you know, there's always next year. Um, what games do we want to talk about first? A lot of good games to talk about. I want to talk about the 49ers and the Bucks for a yeah, little bit. Yeah, okay. Um, I think this game highlighted two things. <coughs> first, um, the Buccaneers, man. I wish I wish no teams could, could make it from that division. Um, no teams deserve to make the playoffs from the NFC South. Buccaneers <laughs> stink. They're not good. Um, on the flip side, 49ers have some really good players, but... It's looking right now that I could step in at quarterback, and, and I think the team would do great. Uh, what do you guys think? I, I The Niners are a really solid team. And I think we've known this for a while. And Brock Purdy's played really well. He played how he should have played. Let me interrupt you for one second. <clears throat> Liam, you're, you're trying to get ranked to say something. Why don't you just ask him the question? Jimmy G is a fraud, Rank. Admit it. Admit it. Admit it, Mr. Relevant. Mr. Relevant coming in. He's playing. He's been playing better than Jimmy G has all season in two games. I think what <laughs> Liam's trying to say <clears throat> is that he wants you to admit that Jimmy G's value to the team and and replaceability, if that's a real word, is it has been overstated. But Trey Lance came in and did terrible. For, yeah, for but what? Brock like Purdy is also it, Mr. Irrelevant. Do terrible for like a quarter and then he got hurt or something they, like that. <laughs> Uh, Obviously, this 49ers team is really well built. They play really well together, and you don't need a great quarterback to win this. I don't think I I ever said Jimmy Garoppolo is a great quarterback. He's better than Brock Purdy. You're giving him one game against, as you just said, Liam, the Buccaneers are absolutely terrible. Two games now. Brock Purdy has two wins. One and a half games. Oh, yeah. One and a half. Okay, one and a half, yeah. Give him credit. He's the first rookie quarterback. First quarterback to have his first start against Tom Brady and beat Tom Brady. First one ever. Congratulations to him. It also says a lot about Tom Brady. Yeah, so the, the Tom Brady's just falling off. But I don't know. I, Brock Purdy played really well. Jimmy Garoppolo, yes, is probably replaceable by a lot of quarterbacks in the league. But he always finds a way to win it. That's all I wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. And because of how the NFC is looking, I really hope the Niners go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, wow. I just don't get it. Like, they're in your conference, you know. But they're not the Eagles or the Cowboys. They could play the Giants. They could play the Giants. Would you be rooting for the? No, I'd be rooting for the Giants, Giants obviously. Yeah. That's a dumb question, is that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> well, the way he talks about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, well, if the Ravens and the, and the Saints played, Liam. Like, how, how you I feel mean, about that? If the Saints make the Super Bowl, I'll, I'll do, I'll, I'll jump out the window right now. Yeah. Okay. It's not going to happen. Okay. I mean, the Niners, like, I thought we – I thought the Seahawks had a chance to win the division when Jimmy G went out. But after this win, I mean, just in dominating fashion against Tom Brady and the Bucks, um, who, by the way, are under 500 and still first in that division. Um, it's looking like it's it's pretty implausible, and you know they're the, we play the Niners next week, and I think we'd have to we'd have to win out to win the division. And as Rank and I were discussing before the show, I think our expectations and and um, 
yeah, I guess our expectations are now aligned. I've kind of given up the, uh, I, I've I've left the fantasy land and returned to to reality that the Seahawks are not going to win the division, especially after this game. Um, just a bad game versus a Panthers team that you know Sam Darnold, but um, you know I I think that it's really going to be the Giants, Commanders, and Seahawks competing for two spots. And you know, let's talk about that. What let's go around and, and predictions for which which two of the three are going to make it. I know one of yours, obviously. Uh, yeah, I, it's good. Right now, the Seahawks are on the outside looking in. The Cowboys are the five spot, and they don't look like they're going to lose that. Right, now, <laughs> Commanders, Giants are six and seven. So it's really those three teams. One of them is going to be looking from the outside in. It's going to be interesting down the stretch because obviously you've never seen it before that four teams from the same division made the playoffs because that's never possible for. But as we just lost about discussed before the show the Giants Commanders play this week Commanders Seahawks also play later later this time so like there's a scenario that Giants beat the Commanders Commanders beat the Seahawks and you can get both NFC's teams in there I to be honest looking at the Seahawks and how they the Giants Commanders have had a tough stretch down the stretch because we're playing a lot of division games the Seahawks have choked away a bunch of winnable games down the stretch like if you asked me two weeks ago I would have said there's no chance both Giants commanders get in. I said the Seahawks were a lock and it's down to Giants commanders. But the Seahawks are concerning me with all these close losses to I bad teams. I would say choked. I'd say under, like, like underperformed. Like, yeah. It's not like they're yeah. choking wins. They're just like not coming out of the gates looking good against the Panthers. And now Thursday night you play the Niners, who they're a great team. Obviously you're playing Seattle, so it gives you an advantage there. But On a short week, too. This is going to really define our season right here. If we can win this game... I my confidence in them making the playoffs goes up. Well, not only statistically it skyrockets, but my confidence in them and the momentum they're going to have is skyrockets as well. Your next two weeks are Chiefs, right? Chiefs, no, it's uh, Niners, Jets, Chiefs, Niners, Niners, Commanders, Chiefs, oh, Jets, I think, or Jets, Chiefs, Niners, like Chiefs. Yeah, we got the Jets, Rams, Rams again. Yeah, they don't they don't play the Commanders. Have we played the Cardinals already twice? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I mean Rams. You know, I was gonna say it was a W, but it was pretty close the other day or the other week. No, they do. Liam, they play the Niners. Never mind, never mind, never yeah. mind. Sorry, sorry. So, I mean, we have to chalk up the Chiefs is gonna be a loss. I think the two pivotal games, you Jets, know, Niners, right? is 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 Jets Niners. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Commanders, because that's probably gonna help our chances and hurt their chances at the same time. It's really gonna be those three games. If we can win two of the three. And and Niners, if, if Chiefs, we had Jets, to Rams. win, I would prefer we win the one versus the Commanders. You don't you play the Commanders. We realized we got this wrong. It's you play the Chiefs, oh. Niners, Chiefs, Jets, Rams. I don't know why I thought that. I thought yeah. I saw that somewhere too. Um, Niners, Chiefs, Jets, Rams. That Rams game is gonna be pivotal. Yeah. You you need to hope because of the because of the Commanders and Giants tie. I think you lose Niners, lose Chiefs. Jets Rams game is going to come down to it's coming to the last games of the year, and I think I, I personally think the Giants Commanders are going to get in because we play the Seahawks, we play the Eagles last game of the year, and the Eagles are not going to be playing for anything. Yeah. Best case scenario, <clears throat> we go three and one in those four. Worst case scenario, we go one and you go zero and four. Well, I think we I think we'll beat the Rams. I think we'll, I we're not. Was that last year that you guys? Played the Rams last game of the year and you lost to them or you beat them. <clears throat> that was also Russell Wilson. I know the fraud. Yeah, but they they beat them and that's why the Saints didn't get into the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, that you beat us. No. Yeah, you guys beat the Rams and it 
that's why the Saints didn't get in because the Niners got the last spot or something. Uh, like a that. divisional Seahawks Rams game. It's it's always going to be competitive. Yeah. Okay, so worst case scenario is zero and four. Yeah. Um, I, I think this week's going to be pivotal. Giants Commanders. 100 percent. Yeah. I think the Giants can beat the Commanders, and then it's got a chance for the NFC to get both. Liam, who do you think out of those three makes it? So, the Commanders are playing at home against the Giants. Yeah. And then they play the Niners, Browns, and Cowboys. I could see... Wow. Um, that's tough, because they're probably going to go 2-2, two and two, assuming one of their wins is the Giants. If the Giants lose to the Commanders... They essentially got the win out versus the Vikings, Colts, Eagles, which that's not going to happen. Um, if the Vikings are as good as you guys have been saying all season, you know, um, there's going to be some problems. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Eagles, that last game, I mean, if they're resting everyone, you guys are going to win. Uh, but I don't know if they're going to do that if there's playoff implications on the line because... They it wouldn't impact them. Well, there you don't want a situation ever where you play a team three times in one season. You never want that to happen because yeah. it, it's basically impossible to be the same team three times in a season, no matter what. They'd make you lose to them in the regular exactly. season, so you don't have to play it. Exactly. Well, <laughs> maybe you beat them to ensure that yeah. they don't get in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm gonna go. I I think I, honestly I think I could see both NFC East teams in there. Low key, just just as a crazy thing that's happening that I know I had a hot take earlier this year that the team has made the playoffs. The Detroit Lions mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. sneakingly getting in there. They're now six and seven, mm-hmm. and they're stretched down the stretches: Jets, Panthers, Bears, Packers. They could win out. They could win out. Go ten and seven. They win out. They're in the playoffs. That would be crazy. Absolutely nuts. But they have it. Like that stretch is. Obviously, the Pens to be the Seahawks, and they're a decent team, but Bears, Packers, Jets, like, those are all winnable games. A lot easier than the uh, Giants, Commanders, Seahawks schedules are. I had not thought about that, and you're scaring me, Rank. I know. You're scaring me, man. It's going to be an exciting end to the season in the NFC and and in the AFC. Um, Liam, do, <laughs> let's talk about Ravens-Steelers. Yeah. So, um, started J.K. Dobbins this week, picked him up. Started him, um, essentially won me a playoff spot in fantasy. <laughs> yeah, so basically, you know, Lamar was out this week. The Ravens' defense came to play. And, you know, I don't think there's been a team criticized by um, by you two more than the Ravens this season for being 9-4. and 9-4! and four. They're tied... Actually, they have the tiebreaker over the Cincinnati Bengals. Wait. And yeah. and week after week, they get absolutely zero recognition from you guys. So, yeah, I want to I want to hear what you guys have to say about We criticize the Ravens team? Have you not been talking all year about how Lamar Jackson is the only thing good about this team? No. And how terrible the Ravens team is minus Lamar Jackson? And then, wait, whoa, two games. No Lamar Jackson, two wins. One and a half. Maybe this Ravens team oh is not God. as reliant on Lamar Jackson oh as you God. think they are. You should be apologizing. Are you serious? The defense had three picks yeah. for the first time this whole season, the first time they played well. It was versus the Bummy Steelers. Mitch Trubisky was playing because Pickett got hurt. All I got to say, Liam, is oh, you've talked on. all year about how bad this Ravens team is. 
And uh, you also polish the Ravens? Lamar's I, I, not even play, I can't even polish Lamar. I want... Okay. The the Ravens have the same record as who? Bengals? Mm-hmm. Niners? Yeah. Two teams that you... You haven't, you haven't been saying, Liam, that the Ravens are good. You've been saying Lamar Jackson is good in carrying this team. So why am I going to apologize to the Ravens team now when Lamar's not even playing? Listen, they got a great win. They're top of that division. I I just think that, you know, you haven't given them props all season. Neither have you. Props. What do you mean I have? You gave Lamar props, not the Ravens props. I've been riding for him. True. I've been riding for him. Um... No, I'm I'm staying out of this. I'm st- I'm gonna let you guys do this. I'm I'm staying out. Okay, then let's switch to the Vikings Lions. I want an apology for that. I've been calling the Vikings frauds all year, and they just got smoked by the Lions. Smoked. Okay, embarrassing loss. Difference between that and the Ravens is that for most of the season I was on that same page that they were frauds, and then they had a couple good games, and I I. I, you know, my soft side came out, and I, I felt a little... He wasn't. I the entire season frauds. Other than the Eagles and Cowboys, even the Cowboys almost lost. Almost lost. We didn't we didn't use that when, when the Vikings almost lost to every single team on their schedule. That didn't matter. But now now the Cowboys almost lose to the Texans, it matters. I just want some parody. I don't think the Vikings are a very good team. I think they have weapons. They have Justin Jefferson. I think they're going to host a, a playoff game. They're going to be a two-seed. And so they're gonna get what seed? Two. No, no. But what what seed are they gonna host? Oh, they'll Six? play seven. 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 They are primed. Primed. So it's to probably be gonna be Giants, Commanders, Seahawks. Yeah, they're Lions. primed to to be upset in that first Would round you t- of playoffs. Which of those three teams could upset the Vikings? All of them. Wow. Every single wow. one. I could see any single one beating them. I don't think the Vikings are a good team. They haven't they haven't had good wins this season. They beat the Bills. That was it. And they've had bad losses too. They've had a. Well, if you look if you look at the the Lions um, schedule this season versus the Vikings, the Lions have been on the bad end of very close games. Yeah, the Vikings have been on the good end of very close games. We this could have been a season where you know the Lions and the Vikings flip flop. It, it's not that crazy to say. I, I don't. I really don't think so. I think the problem in this game was that the Vikings did not give Dalvin Cook the ball enough. Kirk Cousins had 425 yards passing and two touchdowns. Crazy. Justin Jefferson had 220 receiving yards. I mean, he's good. He's 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 top three. Like like he's gonna. You think he's one? It's him and Tyreek, Devontae Adams. Those three. What about uh? Oh, who's the one? I guess I was gonna say Jamar, but I went I went throw Jamar. No, because Jamar's been hurt too. Who, I'm, I'm thinking of someone too. else, dude. I think it's Justin Jefferson, Tyreek, and Devontae Adams in that order. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe throw in um, A.J. Brown's been really yeah. good. A.J. Brown's been balling. But, I mean, this the, the Vikings have not shown me a single time this season that they're, you know, for they, real. They, they have the skill vision players, Liam. Like, I, they have the talent there. I, I think they just – I think they can find ways to win the playoffs. I don't know. I don't – I don't know, because losses like this and yeah, that terrible exactly. loss versus the Cowboys, that doesn't really, you know... Most teams they, have bad losses They barely, so barely snuck by. They beat the, the Patriots on a on a kickoff return, barely beat the Jets. I, I could go down the whole, the whole list every, of their season. Every team has bad losses. They haven't had good wins. They haven't had good wins. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. That, that's why, you know, they don't well, really... Think, talk the same thing about the Cowboys. The Cowboys don't have a good win either. Yeah. I think well they do over the Vikings forty to three. Okay, one more. Yeah, 
Ah. Apparently, the Vikings aren't that good, so it's not a good win. Um, Can you beat anybody 40-3? to three? Real quickly before we go it's into our AFC-NFC Super Bowl picks, because it is our last show before break. Um, the Chargers, real quickly. They are the definition of playing up to their opponent and playing down to their opponent. Because, my God, Justin Herbert looked amazing last night against the uh, Miami Dolphins. Oh, also, oh, I want to throw in a stat before you continue this about Justin Herbert. Uh, you guys might have seen it. It was on Instagram. Because we, we always talk about, you know, Burrow and Mahomes and, and maybe trying to throw Herbert into that convo. What? What do you, what do you look at me? I just I, I think that topic's just ridiculous. But. No, but I just want to – I saw the stat most passing yards for yeah. the first three years – Right, mm-hmm. it was him and Andrew Luck at like twelve thousand something, you know, and you don't see Mahomes and Burrow there. Well, you want to know why? It's because Chargers just don't run the ball. Yeah, instead uh, of, yeah. instead that's of exactly, running the that ball, that is exactly it's, it's a check down. Yeah, they, yeah. Eckler, and yeah. I, it's not even like I was about to say. Well, they don't have you know Mixon or or uh, Edward Tulare, but they they have Austin Eckler. Like, they just so don't run it. Y- y- every stat needs a little bit of context, but I think that still should talk about his talent. You know, rank. I believe um, three weeks ago. We were talking about the Chargers when they were five and six, or maybe it was before it was five the, and six. We five and six. Yeah. Um, you said that they would beat the Cardinals and the Raiders, and lose to the Dolphins. I said that they were going to lose to the Cardinals, beat the Raiders, and beat the Dolphins, and then choke the rest of the way. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen from here? On? I, I, I think <laughs> I, I want to say this because I, I feel like the Chargers could be a scary team in the playoffs. And they just have never been able to get there. Now, now is the time. Now is the time to do. I, I think just because the Jets have been faltering a little bit, Mike White got hit a lot yesterday. He got hit a lot. He's hurt. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Shout out, yeah, yeah. When he he left the game twice. Oh yeah. And came in, and then he got and then after the game, like left in an ambulance. Full respect for him. I wouldn't oh, even so call much like, the Jets. We can get into this later. I wouldn't call the Jets faltering. It's just they run no, into no. brick walls. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It, it's just. Yeah. But, and the Patriots, I don't fully trust. I think the Chargers will find a way to get in the playoffs, and I think they're going to be a dangerous team to play in the playoffs. I think now they kind of have to because Titans, Colts, Rams, Broncos. Like, if they if they can't get into the playoffs now, I think all hope is yeah. lost for this team. And they have a first round matchup as the seventh seed against either the Bills or the Chiefs. And if I was the Bills and Chiefs, I, I don't want to play the Chargers. I mean, I wouldn't mind playing the Chargers, but. Especially if I'm the Chiefs, because you 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 own that franchise. Um, but they they have to make the playoffs, right? Yeah. Titans, Colts, Rams, Broncos. They win at least. I they got to win at least two. I think they'll right? find a way to make. The they win two of those games yeah. to get in. It's just the the Jets have just they've run into a wall. Little little side topics. Uh, we were all texting me the other day, <laughs> and Rank, I, I want you to stay on the show. You know your thoughts. Um, so that Chiefs Broncos game. Little, I mean, okay, you know what? I'll be objective here. It was like watching it because we were watching because we wanted to see, you know, how Jerry Judy was doing. Um, shout out to the hat trick. Yeah, Liam. <laughs> Literally had his best fantasy performance uh, yeah. of the year I, when Liam needed it the I most. need to take a moment. Um, Mr. Jerry Judy, if you're listening, <laughs> I know we've been through our ups and downs this entire fantasy season. I, I'll admit, I was not the best manager. I didn't perform as well as I could have this season, and I think you know you could say the same for some of your performances. But when we needed it most, we came together and we clutched up. 33.4 points in my flex, three touchdowns. Anytime you're in Philly, man, listen, cheesesteak's on me. I'll buy you a drink. Um, I just want to say thank you. 
and I really appreciate you. I, I'm good. No, that was that was awesome here. Um, but it did look like like the Broncos had some momentum, you know, and and you know, let's put a little bit of context in there. They picked off Mahomes a couple times to give Russ Wilson good field position. But he converted on it. He, he that, that's what's important. You see that he did convert on it. But you know the the backup had to come in and he threw a tutty. But actually, like I don't I don't even know how like Russell Wilson. Uh, I don't know if you saw the play, but yeah, when they showed him lying yeah. on the ground, it did not look like there was any life in his eyes. Like, no. It looked scary. The concussion, like it had to have been concussion. Um, hoping that he's okay. You know, and this is kind of what I was talking about last week. You know, I obviously a concussion is hopefully not a long term thing that he has to deal with, but you don't want you know. I don't know. If the stakes aren't there, I, I don't know. But that being said, what does this show you, Sean? It shows me they have talent. They have the ability to do it. Like, they played well. <laughs> Russell Wilson had 250 yards passing, three touchdowns and a pick. Like, 57 yards rushing. I don't know. I still feel like there's a, they're running back and a good coach away. They, they showed heart and fight, which I had not seen from the Broncos all year. They scored the most points all year. My God. <laughs> and they still lost. Yeah, I, I it's a good Chiefs team. I don't know. I was impressed. Yeah. I, I'm surprised that they were able to hang in there versus the Chiefs. But this just so shows again, defense has carried them all season. Yeah. You know, you pick off Mahomes three times. You allow Russell Wilson to have good field position. That's all you can ask them to do. That's really you, all you, you can. You still can't get the win. Like that's all you could ask of your defense for yeah. first Mahomes. Pick him off and the Chiefs give, gave the Chiefs the Broncos defense was give twenty seven points in the first half. You could ask for a little well, more they than also picks aided by two aided by two picks as well on the Broncos and, side. And uh, I don't think Yeah, it was only one pick in the first half. No, but the the defense didn't necessarily give it up. There was a pick six. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a bad pick six yeah, for that, that was for us. Um I don't know. I still think there's problems on this Broncos team. Obviously. Um, well, and Ray, and you were saying last week that, like, you know, when the defense is, is, is kind of, for lack of better words, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't know the term, but, you know, when they're, when they're screwed over by, uh, yeah. by Russell Wilson's three and outs, you, uh, weren't you saying the other week, you know, you kind of kind of give them a break. Like, you know, put, you got to put a little asterisk on, those, yeah. on that first couple I agree. of points. I, I agree. I just think, you know, I'm not in the locker room, but I think there's there's something intangible there because this team obviously has talent, but, but there's more than that. I think this team there's rallied around how Russ played yesterday with his rushing uh, yards, his passing maybe yards. Maybe they should have gone to his hits. birthday party then. <laughs> Apparently, like that's a like way overblown. Like people are talking about how it's not that crazy to have. Eddie Come on, there. man. <laughs> Why are you defending him? Come on. Why okay, you, you know what? If Danny Russ? Dimes has a birthday party, everyone's going to be there. That's true. Everyone's going to be there. If Mike there. White had a birthday party, if the Gino whole Gino Smith has a birthday yeah. party, dude, everyone yeah. will be there. Yeah. Okay. I will be there. Let's move on. We got other stuff to talk about. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Let's. Uh, championship picks. Championship picks. Yeah. Last time this year, AFC championship picks. Let's go around. We'll go AFC, NFC, and then we'll talk about our Super Bowl picks, what we had at the beginning of the year, and what we're updating with now. Let's start with AFC. AFC Championship game picks. Liam, you can start it off. I get to start it off. Um, yes, sir. I don't want to be that boring guy and pick Bills Chiefs, but I want to do that too. I don't know. I I just unless Joe Joe Burrow can beat the Chiefs again for the fourth time, fourth straight time in his career, I I just I can't really see that happening. I'm, I'm going to go Bills-Chiefs, but this is the Bills' year. This is the year they make it to the Super Bowl. 
I'm taking uh, Bills over Chiefs in the FC Championship. Sure. Mike, you want to go with me? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to look. I'm just going to, for simplicity's sakes, take it if the current the current playoff picture, if the playoffs, you know, started today. And I think in the AFC more than the NFC, maybe no surprise for this comment, I think it's going to come down to who plays who, you know, versus who's the better team. Um, and I'm, let me just do a little scenario uh, assessment here. Uh, Chargers, Chiefs, Chiefs. Dolphins, jeez, Dol- oh, Dolphins at uh, Ravens. I'll take Dolphins. So that means the next matches would be Bills, Dolphins, Chiefs. Bills, Dolphins, Chiefs. Versus whoever. Bengals or Titans. Chiefs, Bengals. Bills, so, Dolphins, Chiefs, Bengals. Bills, Dolphins. Bills, Chiefs, Bengals. That that's the kicker. Yeah. I don't think Burrow is going to get it done. I'm going to say Burrow keeps having the Chiefs number. I'm going to say Bills. Bills Bengals, but Bengals will not be getting back to the Super Bowl again. It's gonna be the it's Josh Allen's year. Bills over Bengals. That's such a vanilla take, but I mean, so you both have Bills in the thing. I right. I want to throw the Dolphins in there. Let's have some fun. Um, I would love to see the Dolphins. Like I think their offense could they could ex- if they could explode on a team. Dolphins you know, over could, no two is not that good. Two has not been playing well recently. I wouldn't have much trust in Tua. Oh yeah, I could do whatever. Um, I have. Bengals over Titans, Dolphins over Ravens. I think the Chargers will upset the Chiefs. Let's just have some fun. I like that. Fun, baby. Chargers Chargers in there, man. Chargers, Bills. They were my pick going into the year. Bengals, Dolphins. Come on. Oh, wait, if it's Chargers, Bills, then yeah. Chargers, Bills. (laughs) Tough to do. Bengals, Dolphins. I think Bengals get there. Chargers. Why don't I go Bengals over Chargers? No. Let's throw some oh spice my God. into this. Chargers are upsetting the Bills. Sin City. Will that have happened by the time we come back? Uh, I don't fully know, but potentially, yeah. Wow. You know what's crazy is that <laughs> I like that take, Sean, but the Chargers could, <laughs> could miss the playoffs, which is could. absolutely absurd. I like that pick, though. I really do. All right, NFC Championship picks. Liam, let's start it off. Um, do you want the matchups? Do you want to go matchup by matchup? What do you want to do? <sighs> Yeah, I have them. Okay. Okay. Bucks, Bucks, Cowboys, Cowboys, Niners, Redskins. Uh, ooh, go Skins. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride Taylor Heineke that game. I think the uh, the Niners defense is just gonna you know they've been really good this season, but I think they're just gonna have a lapse against right. Taylor. Terrific. Giants, Vikings. Or if you feel crazy, you throw the Seahawks in that spot or the Lions. Throw the Lions. Lions over the Vikings. Oh, Lions yeah. Vikings. Oh, yeah. All right. Next matchups Eagles, Lions, um, Commanders, Cowboys. Birds, Boys. Birds, Boys. And then Birds. Birds over Boys. Birds over the Boys. Birds over the Boys. All right. True it. I'm going to leave it the way it is The as far as who's in. Dallas over Tampa Bay. I just I'm doing what I think is going to happen. I'm going to go Niners. Uh, and I'm going to take Giants. Shout out, Rank. Okay, so now we got Eagles, Giants, Niners, Cowboys. Oh, my God. I really hope this doesn't happen. I'm oh, I'm going to have to root for a tie for Eagles, for Eagles, Niners. Who, wait, it was Niners, Cowboys, right? Niners, Cowboys, yeah. 
Niners, Cowboys, Eagles, Giants. You know what? I want to see an NFC East matchup in the championship game. I'm going to go Eagles, Cowboys. Now, do I want the Cowboys to win? Yes. Do I think they're going to win? No. <sighs> it's so vanilla, but Eagles. God. Birds over boys? I hope you're wrong. picks. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Is that actually what you chose? I yes. Didn't. Oh, shit. let's have some fun. Cowboys over Bucks, no joke. Niners over Commanders, that was fun. Um, Come on, this is obvious. I want to hear you pick the Vikings over your own team. <laughs> you can't do that. Giants over Vikings. Good, good. The fraud Vikings. Eagles beat us. Niners beat the Cowboys. Niners beat the birds. Wow. Jimmy Grapple's back. So, you, you see, like, the, the problem, though? Like, obviously, the, the, I, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. The reason that I'm so high on the Niners this year is because they're the only team in this, in this conference standing between a birds-cowboys <laughs> NFC championship game and one of the teams going to the Super Bowl, yeah. and I just can't do it. That's, like, that's like true the same thing as, like, one team standing in the way of, like, a – Rams Niners NFC Championship. That was game. last year. I know, and you hate terrible. it. When you, like, I, I have to root for the Niners because the Niners are the only team standing in the way between that. You know, I'm never gonna say this again. If it was, if it's uh, Eagles Niners, I'll root for the Niners. Yeah, I really just don't want to see the Eagles do it. I well. just want to throw this out there. So, uh, everybody had the Vikings losing in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. 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 <laughs> Who would they play if the Vikings won? They they wouldn't play the uh the Eagles. They play They play the Cowboys or the Nine They play the they play the uh, Niners probably because Niners beat the Commanders. Okay. Yeah, it's the same thing. I think Niners take that. Great. Yeah. So uh based on those picks Alright, so going into the Super Bowl picks, going into this year, um Truett had the Bills over the Rams. Pretty Ooh, chalk this going going, oh, this is going to Going into you had Bills over Rams. Did not see the Rams falling off. Not doing too well there. I had Chargers over Vikings. Both my teams still involved. Still still fighting. Um, Liam had Bills-Birds. Ooh! Bills finally pretty- breaking through and beating the Birds. Liam, are you going to keep the pick? Of course I'm going to keep my pick. Of course I am. You know? I'm kind of a savant when it comes to stuff like this. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and, you know, I was looking at my crystal ball at the beginning of the season, and this is what I saw. I saw Josh Allen finally getting Buffalo that Super Bowl trophy. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for Josh Allen to to finally bring it home. Truett, you have uh, Bill's Birds also. Who's winning this one? No, he had Bills over the Rams. Whoa, 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 not anymore. Yeah, now you Bills, have Bills over birds. Bengals and you have Birds over Boys. So copy Bills, me? Birds, Super Bowl. God, make your own picks, man. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling harassed. Um, you know, he's due. He's a great QB. He's versatile. He's attractive. We're going Josh Allen and the Bills. Shout out Buffalo. They're going to be breaking a lot of tables. The, the, uh, the, the day of the Super Bowl... Mark my words, you will not be able to go buy tables at, at, at your local grocery store. They will not be selling them in fear of what would happen. All right. I got Bengals Niners in the Super Bowl. Oy. Um, Oh, my gosh. Don't say it, Ray. Like, you look at this matchup. I'm just, just breaking down this matchup real quick. Oh, my God. The 49ers pass rush with the bad Bengals offensive line. Joe Burrow is going to be on his butt the entire game. I don't see how they give Paul to victory. I got 49ers over the Bengals. Can you just become a Niners fan already? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just 
I think the Niners get too disrespected, and I try to just. Are you attracted to Jimmy G? Is that what it is? Be I honest. mean, we all are, but be like, honest. I think no comment. <laughs> all right. Well, it's going to be a fun playoff. So. Oh, oh so I agree. Now we got to do Monday Night Monday Night Football. Monday Night Picks. Real quick so we can talk about everything else. Pats, minus two and a half at the Cardinals. I think we should just preview this before they go. Um, I think we should keep doing picks throughout the rest of the yes. season. We'll yeah, post, a, post our picks on Twitter, and we'll see if Liam and Trigger catch me. Pats, minus two and a half at the Cardinals. I didn't like the way you phrased it. What that. do we got, Rank? I have... Thinks, think I'm... because uh, Cardinals. Cardinals are covering. What, Cardinals are winning. Right? I think Cardinals win out, right? Yeah, because I want the, I need the Chargers to keep that playoff spot, and the Patriots when they get into that playoffs right now. So I think Cardinals are going to win outright <coughs> at the get the pat with the against the Pats. So, who you got? I honestly, just because of their lack of relevance, I I really don't know like much about this Cardinals team, and what, I don't even really fully understand what's factoring into their lack of success. Uh, the new Call of Duty just dropped. <laughs> oh, that could be it. Yeah. <laughs> He's had a month. It depends on it depends on whether last time was a Call of Duty night or not. Um, I'll go Pats just to fade rank. I don't I, really know. I, I'm so indifferent about this game. To yeah, be honest. I, I don't want to pick the same as you rank because I like fading you, but uh, I don't want to see the Pats win this game. So I'm gonna go Cards. Cards win. Cool. All right. Let's, uh, we have a quick shout-out from one of our sponsors, and then we will get into some MLB so I can talk about Xander for years and years. Uh, NBA, Nova basketball, and then we will unfortunately leave you for the rest of the calendar year. But first... The St. David's annual Christmas pageant is a beloved tradition that has been performed for decades, featuring adults and children from the church, as well as live animals. The mission is to provide the children of our parish with, with a memorable experience regarding the traditional Christmas story. The St. David's annual Christmas pageant will take place Sunday at 1130 a.m. A second pageant showing will take place on Monday, December 19th at 7 p.m., both services will be available via live stream. I know I'll be streaming that. The St. David's Episcopal Church is located at 763 South Valley Forge Road in Wayne. That's 763 South Valley Forge Road in Wayne. Now, MLB, I know it's the offseason, but wow, what a week this was. As, um, I can't say this word. I, I can't. As Drake once said, um, and I quote, I ain't. Messing with you broke boys. That's how I feel right now. And I think, Sean, you feel Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I feel like a Yankee fan right now. I feel like a Yankee fan back when the Yankees used to spend money. Steve Cohen. There's a stat today, my favorite stat of all time. Ready for this one, Liam? Steve Cohen is, play, is paying Scherzer and Verlander a combined $86 million this year. Do you know how, how many days it took, for, it took Steve Cohen last year to make that much money? 10? 11, 11 days. days? In yeah. 11 days that year, Steve Cohen made $86 million. I think he could afford spending those 11 days on those two of the best pitchers in baseball and on the most dominating pitching staff in baseball. I don't think we've ever seen something like this. Verlander, Scherzer, Senga, Quintana, Carrasco, McGill? Peterson. Peterson. Woo! And they're not done yet. Correa Devers will be a Met by the end of the week. Mark my words. I I just like we've never had this before in our life. No, there was a clip I saw um, yesterday of 
Brody Van Wagen, our former GM before Epler, after the the Mets signed yeah. Jed Lowry, <laughs> telling the rest of the NLEs to come get us. Now, put that in context. Jed Lowry, we signed him to a three-year contract. Didn't play a single game. Nope. Not a single one. Now, I think the NLEs, you know, come get us. Swanson's about to leave the Braves for the Dodgers. Obviously, the Phillies got better. I believe they underperformed severely last season. Um, I I still think, you know, with the Mets pitching, they got David Robinson out of the pen, Brooks Rally too. Penn's looking pretty decent right now. We oh, get yeah. one or two more arms. Mm-hmm. We need one more bat, and boom, this yep. team this team is actually crazy. Highest payroll ever. This leads me to my trivia question about the payroll. Their their uh, luxury tax bill is seventy six point two million dollars. That is higher than six teams' actual <laughs> payroll. Can you name the six Isn't teams? Is it like the Pirates? Like. Pirates are Pir- one, yeah. Pirates, A's, Nationals. Yep. Nope, not Nationals. Marlins. Nope. Uh, Pirates, A's. Cubs. Nope. Rockies. Nope. Uh, who is Diamondbacks? Nope. Um, Pirates, A's. Bummy, Come on. Bummy bummy some teams. other teams. Orioles. Yeah, Orioles. Um, who who are just garbage, garbage teams? What, what? How many are we at? You have Pirates, A's, Orioles. You're oh, Rays. Things. Yeah, Rays. Rays. Um, trying to think of some some out west teams now. The Reds. Reds. Reds yep. Yeah. The last one. Uh, middle of the country. Middle of the country. Not sure. Minnesota. Nope. The Twins. No. Um, uh, the Guardians. Kansas City Royals. Oh, I forgot about the Royals. Are those a team? Irrelevant. Yep. <laughs> That's right. absolutely insane, gentlemen. I, I want you to, you know, pump the brakes on, uh, you know, all the, you know, you're talking about all your money. Uh, uh, well, let me uh, introduce you to uh, Mr. Peter Seidler and uh, the bags that they were throwing out at these guys. Now, you know, not everyone took our bags. Yeah, I, I, not, not, everyone, used. Bags. not yeah. everyone took our bags. Just used the pod. Used. <laughs> Used well. You guys you know, are used to get bigger paydays for their guys. Yeah. Sure. I mean, that just kind of screws over other teams. I mean, let's let's talk about the okay, the Trey Turner. You know, that uh, that hurt. That hurt a little bit. You know, I'm glad that he's out. He's he's gone from the Dodgers, so we don't that. have to play him. You know, so many times a year. But um, I mean, I, I saw like a lot of things on Twitter about like he just wanted to play in Philly. Oh, sure. God. Instead of L.A. Sure. Who would sure. want to play in Philly? I know, uh, you're, yeah, you're speaking something of, wrong you're, with him. You're preaching the choir, man. But turned down a 342 uh, million dollar contract from the Padres for 300 million, but quite a bag. And then you know we were throwing 400 mil a judge, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, and I'm kind of uh, I'm, I'm 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 glad he went back to the Yankees because playing him, you know, if he was on the Giants would have sucked. But you know, at the end of the day, we got Xander Bogarts. 11 years, 280 millions. RIP to you, uh, Red Sox fans. Will McKeon, if you're listening, I hope you're having a good day. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're, ha- I, my question for you guys <clears throat> obviously, this is a win now move because I think the first half of this contract is going to look good and then the second half is going to look really bad, mm-hmm. considering it's 11 years and he's 30. Um, where. <clears throat> Before this move, where did you see us, like, top, like, blank in the league for teams? And now where do you see us? Honestly, if you guys can go out and get... Another some, another pitcher. Yeah. We, we just if lost Manea. We lost Clevenger and Manea. If which you was guys three, can somehow get on the market for Carlos Rodon, I could see you seriously competing with the Dodgers. 
if that's if the Dodgers don't get Swanson or Correa. Because if the if the Dodgers do that, and they probably will, again they're looking at a hundred ten plus win did, season. Did the Dodgers throw like a lot of money at Turner? I don't think they I didn't hear money. At I didn't him. even hear anything. I think they about just that. assumed that he yeah. was he was gone. Really? Um, to answer your question, Truett, I think going into the offseason, the Padres were probably seventh. Look at that seven wild the last wild card spot, and I think still just because of what other teams have done. You look at the seven wild cards brought. The Braves have not done anything, so the Braves could fall down to that spot. But I, I don't see you compete with the Dodgers personally. I think they could, but the even thing after is, we little boyed them in the playoffs. The thing is, you guys barely uh, made. You guys barely made the playoffs. Same yeah. with the Phillies. You That's snuck true. in, but you were missing your best player, Tatis. Yeah, and well, if you, I if guess you Machado, Machado's, Machado's your best player. Yeah. But, but if you look Tatis at this lineup now, so you, you throw Xander at the shortstop. Yep. You throw Kim because I know they really like Kim. They're gonna put him at second. Yep. Put Crone at first because we're not resigning Drury or Bell and Will Myers are still all free agents. Those were all our first basemen. You move Tatis to the yeah. outfield, but I think they really want to keep Grisham at center field because he was really good there. So now you have Profar and Soto. Um, so one of them has to be DH. DH Soto. I think DH Soto. Yeah. And you throw Tatis at right and Profar at left, and now in your lineup you have you have Machado, Tatis, Soto, and Xander. You know, Austin Nola behind the plate. Nola behind the plate. You know, Dude, it's just, you have Profar leading off again, and maybe keep Kim in there. Um, it's just pitching. You guys, it's really pitching, yeah. and we still have. You know, the after all the money we've been throwing out, twenty mil a year for Musgrove is <laughs> is looking pretty good right now. Dude, that great contrast. Yeah. Snell great contract. and Musgrove, or excuse me, Snell and Darvish still there. We did lose. Like I'm not really. I wasn't really too attached to Clevenger and Manea. But if we can get a couple more guys, Nick Martinez is still there. Josh Hader looked like he was turning around. I think just a couple more starting pitchers. And I, I'm going to disagree with you, Rank. Yeah. I think especially, like, I think all these games, like, obviously they're already competitive games with the Dodgers. But, like, after what we did to them, I think they're going to – it's going to be very competitive. And it's going to it's gonna be a, 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 a grudge match every single time. And I, I think there's a couple series that we, that we take from them. It's I, possible. I just think the Dodgers are just really good team. I, I a really good regular season team. They always yeah. find ways to win the games. Yeah. Now, I if they get those signings, then, I think then. if you guys get Rodon, I really think. Oh yeah, absolutely. But you're not getting Rodon. Rodon's going to the Yankees. I mean, the Padres. If if he wants to pitch in San Diego, the Padres are going to pay him. Yeah, the Padres will pay. Well, him. And, and and no Trey Turner, so that takes out one of your big bats. But they're you know. gonna. He's gonna be replaced by someone. You Which, think so? Yeah, unfortunately. Belly's gone. Nothing that really matters ah, too much. That's good for the. That's good for the Dodgers. Jeez. Oh, um, but I don't know. I. We say it every year, rank. I I just I think the Mets are prime this year. I mean, technically the Braves have gotten worse. Technically, the Mets really haven't. All they've done is replace people. However, I think Sanga for Walker is such a big upgrade. Oh yeah, same, be, much better contract too. We mm-hmm. get an extra year for the same amount of money. Um, I, we signed Nimmo, came they, into his own. They changed. They're changing the schedule this year, to the fact that we only play division games. Division. You each play the division teams thirteen times instead of nineteen, 19 times. That's huge for us. And it's the perfect year to do it because it's huge the, for us too. <laughs> the NL East is the only division. No, no, you're playing the Giants. Diamondbacks, Giants, Diamondbacks Rockies. Rockies. Those are those are chalk up wins over here. We're, the well, the NL East is the actually. hardest division in baseball. The only division in baseball that cares apparently about winning and uh, not even to play them as much is amazing. 
I, I just I, – I don't know. I think we're one bat away, maybe an arm in the pen away yep. from really being – I think Correa or Devers would be a bat. If we got Devers third. Yeah, I, I want third. I want – I personally, I want Devers more than Correa. Um, but I – I would take either. Yeah. I <laughs> Stevie is shown too. <laughs> Why not both? He'll do whatever it takes. Um, shout out to Aaron Judge. Yeah, I was going to ask, what do you think about the Judge contract? I love it. Um, I think he should be a Yankee for life. As much as I would love to see Yankee fans suffer, I, I think it's only right that he spends the rest of his career as a captain on that team. Um, he really embodies New York. He's a great guy. Quick quick question about the, the, the captain thing. So someone was t- saying the other day that like captains in the MLB more than any other sport is like very big deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what what is that really like? Elaborate a little bit for me. You got to be long tenured on the team, um, great leader, great locker room guy, and the fa- you have to have all the fan support. Show your loyalty. It basically means you're going to be on that team for life. Um, yeah, lifelong commitment. It's not like. Um, Does every team have a captain? No, no, okay. no. I. Like how many Yankees have had a captain? If you had to estimate how many captains you think there are right now in the MLB, like just rough estimate, you don't have to look it up. I don't know. I don't think there's a whole lot because of what's been going on, like in the MLB, especially with money now, turnover and everything. Yeah, Yeah. teams just people just hop teams. I don't think there's a lot of captains. Like would would Kershaw as the 2021 season? There are no MLB teams with designated captains. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Wow. Okay. Interesting. The two most recent guys are Adrian Beltre and David Wright, Rangers and Mets. Yeah. Okay, I was about to ask about the Mets, yeah. And I think, I honestly... Nimmo might get it. I think Nimmo, I could see in maybe two or three years, I could see Lindor. Mm -hmm. I could see Pete. I could see McNeil. I could see any of these guys on the Mets if if they're long-tenured. And you you know what is absolutely perfect? As soon as Scherzer and Verlander end their contracts, guess guess who's up for contract that year? Pete Alonzo. Yeah. I like how the Mets are doing short-term contracts. Cause it's lock perfect. us in and then we have flexibility going in the future. Yeah, the, the Verlander was short. So are Scherzer's. They're both yeah. short deals. And it's win now. We yep. allow our, our we have a st- absolute stud of a farm system. Mm-hmm. Allow those guys to develop in, in they two years' in time. And... We're not going to miss a beat. Nope. It's lovely. Um, Very happy right now. I'm glad. I'm glad. Do you want to switch over to some NBA talk? Yes, we have a lot of NBA we got to talk <clears throat> about before the show ends. Can we, can we first give a quick shout-out to Zion Williamson, would the love, Pelicans? Would yes. love to. Number one in the West. Absolutely. My God. He is <clears throat> healthy again and playing really well. Shout-out to that team. Seven-game win streak, 9-1 and one in their last 10, and absolutely just throttling the Suns. T- throwing haymakers. That Zion dunk at the end of the game as, as time's running out for absolutely no reason. Does that reverse, what was it, reverse windmill or something like that? Crazy. And you know what? I loved I loved the storylines between those two games they played. Yeah. You know, they, they brought up that clip of Chris Paul, you know, I'm going to say acting like he didn't know Jose Alvarado's name, mm-hmm. you know, maybe as a sign of disrespect. And Alvarado took it seriously. And then there was the elbow and Zion. Elbow. I love how he said in the post, like, there's a, because there's so many young players who just screw up in post game interviews that I don't get. It, but Zion's like, you know, I wasn't out there in the court, but saw what happened to my brothers. Like, that was for them. And, and I totally respect everything the Pelicans are doing. I think this is awesome. Totally agree. Very happy for the Pels. 
And I think, do, do we all have them in our top four in the West? I think we might have. I, I don't think I did. I know I definitely did. I, I did as well. I know I did. But I love the Pelicans. We all, we all projected them to be good this season, and yeah. they're finally actually being who we thought they should be. I just great. I love like the way their roster is developed. You you have you know Zion Brandon and CJ are all averaging above seventeen a game. You know Valanciunas, you know what he can do, and he's got spacing. It's just Trey dogs. Murphy is disgusting, dogs. dude. Tra- that dunk was crazy. Trey Murphy, Herb, Herb Jose, Jose Alvarado, those three right there. Like you know, they're not get, like the type of players that it reminds me of. Like players on on that Mavs championship team, those three in particular, just like dogs that incredible like incredible role that, players. Role players, obviously. And, like Dirk didn't have you know the the bi and CJs, yeah. but like for the rest of the roster, you know, Larry Nance is he had a he's disgusting. He's been dunk the other day. incredible, incredible rebounder. Him and Valanciunas, it's all they do. Jackson Hayes has been bad. Their rookie Dyson Daniels been good, and they have Devonte Graham. They got. Veteran leadership on their bench. Yeah, how is Dyson Daniels doing? Um, I mean, from what I've seen, he's been pretty okay. I mean, he's not getting a whole lot of time just because naturally there's, there's guys in front of him. Um, but you know, I I just think the way that the team's constructed and the way that they play, they just play so intense. It's awesome to watch. A really fun team to watch. This doesn't really um, it it doesn't have like a lot to do with their success, but it's more of just like a long term thing. What's going on with Jackson Hayes? I have no idea. I don't think it really matters. He's played nine either. games, hasn't started a game. He's averaging a point, you know, in, in, in seven minutes in those nine games. Like, I thought he was supposed to – he was in the AD trade, right? I thought he was going to – at the time he was drafted, Steven Adams was there. I thought it was going to be like a natural transition. You go out and get Valanchunas. I was still kind of waiting for Jackson Hayes to become the starter eventually. Not that it really matters – I guess. No, now he he's just doesn't have the potential. A lot, Trey, a lot of bus guys. Now he's like, got Trey and Herb in front of him. Like, yeah. Well, and, and he's, you know, Willie yeah. Hernan Gomez is getting more minutes and more games. Yeah. Zion can play the center. Like, they, they don't need him. Yeah. Sh- shout out to Willie Green, who's, I think, early candidate for coach of the year. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally Definitely one of them. You know, and these guys are just, outside of CJ, CJ's, I mean, we know what CJ can do. He's, he's going to find his way. But Zion, Ingram, and Valanciunas in particular are just incredibly efficient mm-hmm. like Zion's efficiency is like LeBron type Miami Heat efficiency mm-hmm. 60 and 35 Ingram 47 and 46 crazy I mean you just can't stop Zion he gets downhill he's literally unstoppable he looks like he's you know he's leaner he's in better shape he can fly it's great for the sport and yeah. it, it honestly it makes me a little angry that and Rightfully so, because of all the time he missed. You know, we all talk about Tatum, Luca, Jaw, Giannis. I think throw Zion's name in there. You know, like, like this this kid. Like, yeah, he's not taking a lot of threes. He's taking less than one a game, so you can kind of invalidate his three point percentage there. But I mean, he is just like he's a force in the league. And you know, assuming he gets better over time, I think we need to add him to that conversation of young guys that are going to yeah. run this league. I think, you know, Tatum, Luka, Giannis, Zion, the league's in great hands. Oh, yeah. It really is. Um, ja, I want to talk about the Grizzlies for yeah. a little bit because they've been rolling, too. One and two. They've been – I mean, I, I love this. There's parity. There's new teams that are up and coming. Definitive mm-hmm. youth movement going on. Exactly. Here. And, you know, the Grizzlies, like the Pelicans, have dogs on that team. Yep. They've been playing really well. Shout out Desi. Yeah, twenty five a game. Very quiet. I don't think anyone's talking about. No, how he's averaging twenty five. He's game. been hurt. He's been hurt yeah. this season too. But you know, they're just the thing about these teams. They're just whooping up on the teams that they should beat, and they're getting good wins too. 
it, it, it's really exciting to see. I, I love this youth movement. Let me let me tug on Desi a little bit more. 25, 5, and 5. Wow. On 46, 45. And let me remind you, that 45% from three is on nine attempts a game. That's crazy. Absurd. Like oh, this, man. like could he... <sighs> I'm, I'm trying to phrase this correctly. Could he be a... Number two option on a team that goes to the conference finals. Yes, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Okay. Yes. Okay. Percent. Yeah. yeah. Jaron has missed me. a lot of time too. I, I, yeah. They probably need a third option on that team to like Is get Jaren over. Is good enough? Uh, Jaron, really defensive guy. Jaron yeah. and Dylan Brooks are both averaging yeah, that's around true. eighteen. Dylan Brooks has been really yeah. sneakily. Their great play for combined that. could be that third option. I think they could add another shooter or two. Yeah, and the thing about the Grizzlies is too they they play defense. They play yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. And my dog, my dog, Stephen Adams. Yeah, he, my oaf down there. Offensive re- best offensive rebounder in the entire league this season. I think he averaged not just this season. Four point nine a game. He's almost, been this way for a minute. Yeah, bro. almost five offensive rebounds a, a game. That's absurd. Absolutely absurd when you're getting guys like John Desmond extra extra touches. Don't uh don't don't play him in clutch time though. He's averaging twenty nine percent from the oh. free throw line. Okay. God. Oh my God. Oh, Hacking Adams. Yeah. Hack a Steve. <laughs> uh, behind them, you got the Nuggets. I don't, I don't think that's really surprised that they were going to be better this How's year. How's Jamal Murray done? I haven't watched any Nuggets. He had that, he had that crazy dag- game he had winner versus dagger game. game winner versus Dame. It's good to see him back. Yeah, yeah, no, um, for sure. How's MPJ been? I haven't kept up with him at all this season. Can tell you. Let me, let's let's look at his stats. But I haven't I don't I haven't seen anything from the eye test. Yeah. So we got um, Nuggets, Suns, and then the Beam team. The Kings slot in at the number five the seed. Team, keep rolling. The Blazers right They've behind them. They've got 500 in the past 10, so a little slowing down, but still finding ways and to win games. The Warriors have picked it up. Yeah, they have. It's been it's Steph's been playing to well. Clay's, play, Clay's playing a lot better. Yeah, I I think I I owe Clay a little bit of apology. I slandered in the beginning of the year. These past three weeks, he's been balling, and yeah. I'm happy for him. It's good to see. Let me uh, let me just add a little bit on the Nuggets. So to answer your question, MPJ, 16, and six on. Um, 46 42, yeah, that's seven threes bad. a game. That's not bad at all. But as a team collectively, how can you tell me a little mini trivia? How many players do they have averaging double figures? Jokic, MPJ, Jamal. Will Barnes on that team? Uh, Aaron Gordon's doing it. It's Aaron Gordon. Is that it? No. It's probably a six. I'd say six. Five guys? Seven. Seven guys. Add Bones at 14. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Bruce about Bones. At, at 10. And KCP at 11. And I got to give a shout out to John Drozdick, who is a huge Nuggets fan. He said Bruce Bowen was going to be one of the most underrated pickups this season. He's been he had he had a dagger three for him the other day. Ten on 48, 40 splits. That's that is that is good contribution right, right off there. the bench. Yep. I mean Nuggets He's been are starting gonna, a little bit too. Nuggets could get one more guy at, at the trade deadline. I think they could be primed in a position to win the West. They're they're a good team. They are. They're really good. It's they good to good see team. Aaron Gordon because he he, yeah. did, he was not good his first year. Sixty one forty splits, <laughs> three threes, three three pointer attempts a game. Like that. This is just a efficient team right here. Um, I have a question about the Clippers. Is What's going Kawhi on? Why not yeah. playing? Is Kawhi healthy? Is Kawhi hurt? Like what the heck? What is going on with Kawhi? I don't Kawhi? understand because I see him hitting game winners. Yeah, and, and, and he hit a game winner <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Another one? No, the other day ago, whatever it was. The the Hornets. It was his first game back. Yeah. And, yeah. Dude, I I don't know. He's played eight games, um, and in those eight games, eleven points a game. I mean, yes, he's only played twenty five minutes yeah. on average in those I games. I don't get it. I don't know because uh, there's like two schools of thought here. When he was on the Raptors, 
and you know he was doing his load management. A, I don't think it was to this degree. No. B, when Not he did all. play, I mean he was he was dominating, and so you're like, you know what, we will take it, and obviously that paid off. This is like he ramped up the load management and and lowered the production. I don't know what's going on. As someone that owns literally their entire future in picks, I kind of like it. I'm not gonna lie, I'll be completely transparent <laughs> they're here. Still, they're still a playoff team. They're still gonna get a top six seed, I think. Do you think mm, they're doing? I think they could be back to the playing tournament. Do you think they're doing a, a thing where like they just coast in hope? You know, their you know kind of second unit can outlast the Kings, the Blazers, the Warriors, and sneak into a top six seed, and then I wouldn't be all... trying to outlast the Warriors. I, I mean. Well, you can outlast the Kings and the Blazers. Yeah, I, I think they could find a way to stay sneak in that into spot. a six seed, and then boom, Kawhi and PG playoff run. They just like go ham. I think yeah. I think Clippers Clippers Warriors will finish that five six spot, and yeah, I think they'll go ham then. Yeah, shout out John Wall and his return uh, to to uh, Big Washington. He was he was looking good. The Clippers team is just weird. I want to talk about the Mavericks for a little bit. Um, I, Go off, King. I can um, confidently say the Mavs would be maybe a bottom three team in the West without Luka. They, they, Luka didn't play the other night against a bad a Bulls team that has been struggling mightily. They lost by 30. Wow. It was pathetic. I really don't like when people talk call Luka Ballhog. They call Luka Ballhog <laughs> because when, he literally has to do that for them to win. He has to, they, he has to drop 30-10 in, in 8 for them to win. I, I think It's the, pathetic. I think the problem is when people call him a Ballhog is he plays like James Harden did on the Rockets, which isn't a bad thing because that's how they had to do to win games. But they just play very similar in those ways, and James Harden got criticized a lot more than Luke ever did. I think, I think that's what people's complaints about it are. Yeah, Luke is also only, what, 20, oh, yeah. 24, mm-hmm. I believe? They just. The problem is they have no definitive second option. No. At least the Rockets had, you know, Eric Gordon who could score. He could score. Spencer did what he could score. Lu- Luka Sp- Doncic is on pace to. It's just. I don't want to say shatter. But he will set the highest usage rate in NBA history by like four percent. You just don't have anybody they don't. else. They, they, need, they need to they need to fix that problem now. <laughs> I, I don't get it because like, you pick up Kemba, but he's what is he doing in the G League? Yeah, I mean, it's Kemba. Like they got interest in Derrick Rose. The man, so Demar can, can you trade for Demar. Listen Rose to what we're tying Derrick Rose and Kemba. No, bro? but Demar, the Bulls, DeMar the Bulls huge. are looking to maybe blow it up. Yeah. I think Demar Derozan trade, which I, I don't huge. think the Bulls personally blow it up. But I think I, they should. Personally, I want Bradley Beal. I think that would be great alongside Luca. Hey, the window might be opening. Um, that team looks bad, but they've they, looked bad for years. They haven't traded. I know, but yet. they've the, looked really. The, they've lost like nine of the last ten. Just the problem is, though, everybody on the Mavs besides Luca is underperforming this year. We we watched we watched the Bucks game the other day. Dorian Finney-Smith missed two yeah, free throws, and they just had such collapse uh, at the end. Spencer Dinwiddie has not been good this season. Timmy Timmy's had to step up because Reggie Bullock's been terrible. Troy Powell, terrible. Maxi Kleber, terrible. Josh Green's been the only other solid. I, I think I hate to say I think the Mavs should blow it up because they might actually get a pick this year. As as a blow it up. what do you mean? Blow, blow it up. Like trade, trade everybody except Luca, Josh Green, Christian Wood, and Dorian Finney-Smith. Nobody on that team. Needs to stay, in my opinion. As a Villanova fan, is, how much is this impacting the Brunson loss? Like, is that bigger than people were talked about, or was it like actually like? I mean, not really. A they big couldn't thing? pay him the money. Yeah. They they just couldn't do it. 
you would be pigeonholing your entire future. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, with Brunson on this team, okay, boo-hoo, maybe we're a seven seed mm-hmm. as opposed to, I think, an eight or nine this you year. You need a second star with Luka. I, I want to address your, your, your Beal claim because I do agree with you, Rank. They've been bad for a while, and they've been trying to, you know, I think – I'm not going to speak about the Russ thing because you guys know my opinion on that. But, you know, you gave up on that. I just don't understand – I guess it is a small market because people just don't really want to go play for the Wizards, which totally understand why. But at what point is this owner going to be like, we need to prep for the future? We can't just like, we don't even have really good talent. Like, Avdia is, I don't think it's going to be a good player. Hashimura, I don't think it's going to be a good player. Who's? Kuzma is, is kind of a guy who thinks he's a good player, but he's really not. <laughs> Porzingis is. Age-wise, like it doesn't make sense to invest any more time and effort into playing him. You just need to blow this up. And what would you give in a package for Beal if you if you're the GM that's, and, and you're that's offered. the problem? The Mavs, the way they've been playing this year, they have no one to trade. They have nobody to trade. Who wants Reggie Bullock and Dwight Powell? Nobody. Those are guys you could pick up off of waivers. Reggie Bullock might, I think, statistically, is the worst three-point shooter in the NBA this season. For the volume that he's shooting at. What you might have to do is you might have to take... It's going to have to be Josh Green, you, probably... <sighs> I don't want to give up Dorian, but... I, mean, I, I, I don't know. The, I, this team's stuck. The Mavs are stuck right now. I don't think Bradley Beal's going anywhere. I don't think so He either. signed a contract with no trade clause this offseason, and the Wizards have been terrible. He does not care about winning. Yeah. He does not care about playing basketball. He cares about getting his paycheck and living in D.C. Now, and that's really all it is. One thing I could well, see. And, and hooping. Like, yeah, but like, he doesn't care about winning. Like he's, he's, You re-signed with the Wizards year after year. Like he's, There's been talks about him being traded, and now he had a chance to go out and sign with another team, and nobody wanted him. And no, not that nobody wanted him. He didn't want to do that. He wanted to take his... Extra that's money. A, that's he, a Dame move right there. That's he wanted to take the extra money. Exactly. Move. He wanted to take the extra money he could by signing with the Wizards because of those rules in place. Take the money, sign a trade clause, and live the rest of his life in D.C. I could see them getting the Mavs, though. They got to make a push for like a Levine. Or DeRozan. A De, like, look at the Bulls because the Bulls are not in the playoff spot. They are not in the playing spot right now. And I think we all know last year the Bulls overachieved. Base of the team. And Drozo overachieves. Lonzo. I think Lonzo is a glue guy. Yeah, is Lonzo coming back? Dream scenario. Nobody knows. Dream exactly. scenario for the Mavs. They trade a pick and a bunch of other people for Lonzo and Demar. That's my dream scenario. I don't think that would ever happen. Or Levine. That would never happen. Or Levon and Lo- Levine and Lonzo. Yeah, I, I just think I think the Bulls overachieved last year. They don't fit great together. Um, I think they should blow it up and. I hope. Try to do something with it. I don't know. I just, They're just going to be – if they keep it running it back, you're continuing mediocrity. In my mind, that's not what you want in the NBA. So That kills in the we NBA. Just gotta, we just got to look yeah. at the Mavs roster. Like, What could they give up to trade? They have nobody that anybody wants. Bertans? They're taking DeRozan's salary cap. They could take the salaries of DeRozan. And- Bullock? No, but the Bulls just want to get rid of these contracts so they can sign people Ma- in the future. So Maxi Kleber? Send a couple picks and uh, take on the DeRozan contract. Like honestly, I'm looking at their salaries right now. What, what, they, actually, I think it also depends oh, on on so what bad. the Bulls want to do. Do they want to retool? Like, no. would giving Christian Wood and maybe like a Dorian to like, hey, here's some pieces to keep you competitive. They, they've been retooled for a while. They retooled getting Vucevic. They or are they blowing this up? You're you, blowing it up. You still got Levine though. 
That's your you franchise right now. You can't build around building around Zach Levine's not going to win you. Yeah, a championship. yeah. they've tried it. It's not. Gonna I know, win but you a championship. I don't think they feel that same way. I really, I, I think they can't feel that same way because they think, they have such a commitment to this guy. I just think the Bulls and the Mavs are in a similar spot right now where they're just stuck. They're it, stuck maybe with help the each other out. Yeah, but out. the Mavs are in a better spot because they have a better player. Yeah, yeah. By, and that's, that's the only reason. But I mean, you look at this roster. If you if Luca's sitting out. I I think they might be the worst team in the NBA. I really do. They stink. They stink so bad. And it, it's tough. It's tough to watch them too with Luca not on the floor. Even on defense, Luca's been a lot better this season. It's just it's ah, I don't know. We we really just need to go out and get someone. Really do. But we have guys like Bertans getting paid sixteen million a year. Reggie Bullock ten mil a year. Tim Hardaway, twenty mil a year. It's just, it's upsetting. Dwight Powell, twelve mil a year. Like, how are these guys getting paid? Ah, uh, Mark Cuban, praying for you, man. Help us out a little I bit. I know, but it, it's really, it's not baseball. We can just go and yeah. add forty million to your. But they, I, I believe they have a spot for a max this upcoming off season. So, I believe they have a spot for. A so max. don't see. Don't waste it. Try to trade for some bad. I would like. Yeah. Do not. Is DeRozan gonna be a free agent? No. He's got two more years. Two more years. One year after this, I guess. Well, you're looking at the free agent class. If you do have this max spot, maybe just. I don't know. I don't. I, I would never advertise for wasting a year of Luca's career, but maybe just. Do minor retools and keep that max slot open for Tank. next. Tank. 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 For Wemby. Just blow it up. Not for Wemby. Wemby, no Luca, and Wemby. Hey, hey, hey. If the Maps got Wemby, tank, oh my tank, God, it would be Tank crap. for the, uh, I don't know if we want to speak topics off the NBA, but tank for Cam Whitmore. Yeah. Yeah, fast. Switch topics. Dude, oh, if he was on the Mavs, that would be oh such my a God. different team. He is, that would be a perfect compliment for He is for the best Villanova player in my lifetime. Yeah. He is, he is really good. so freaking dominant on the court. He... He hasn't played in seven weeks. In his first three games, he's averaging like 20 points a game. His step-back threes, like, his weakest butter. part of his game was his three-point shooting. And my God. It's like butter. It looks, his stroke is so smooth. Like, it's so good. Yeah, he, he's been an absolute, just like, shot of adrenaline into this That's Villanova That's a great team. way to put it. Cool. Yeah. Just, you know, even when he's not playing, the team just is playing energized now. Mark Armstrong's been playing pretty well. Shout oh to God. Chris Arch. I, she, he's been playing well these past couple games, and I, it's because he has <laughs> guys. He, has, he, he went laterally to to try and. Hey, I do respect the hustle. What he what he literally. Yeah. I mean, he, it's like when you have this guy out there that is going to be a top, uh, unfortunately, a top ten NBA pick. It's just top five. It, it makes everybody else around him so much better, and we play harder because we know we're in every game. We know we can compete with any team because we have this dude. It's great. Kid can get up too. Yeah. He is bouncy. But uh, yeah, I, I would love him on the Dallas Mavericks. I think him alongside Luca would be. The freshman scored forty-one out of seventy-seven points. Jeez. When have we ever seen freshman yeah. Popey's numbers at Villanova? Mark Armstrong with a huge block. He is so athletic. Our, we're running the fast break for the first time ever. Yeah. It is so fun to watch. Kent Wilmore can fly. Mark Armstrong can fly. Brendan Housen, when he oh, shoots a three, it's going in. Wet, strappy. Never, never. I, I don't think I've seen other player wanna, in college basketball I like want to shout out to Kyle Neptune, too, because I think 
he could easily, you know, got a little narrow-minded and like we have to, you know, keep it a hundred percent carbon copy from what Jay Wright did. No fast break, no, you know, playing freshman. But you also just got to look at what you got. You yeah, know what I mean, and to to what you were saying, you know, the fast breaks. Freshmen are scoring most of our points. You know, develop your own style. And he's a young guy. You know, he could probably, uh, you know, empathize and, and, and kind of understand that these guys, you know, I, I, I have faith in especially Cam Whitmore. You're not going to, like, practically redshirt him and, or give him, like, no. it's ain't going to be like a Brian Antoine thing. No. You know? like, good, I, great coaching you, you, and, and, and uh, ha- housing. That's Just, wow. just picture this fast, the fast break runs with Mark Armstrong sprinting up the course. He's so fast. You have Whitmore running on his left, cutting in. Al, you dunk if you want. If not, kick out to Housen. Yeah. Bang. Three-pointer. Uh, I do like to, um, against Penn. We were at the game, Sean. Yeah. Um, Neptune constantly subbing. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Different guys on the court, different looks. Because you sneak a Housen in there when Brizzy and Arch have been playing, boom, you get an open three. It's <laughs> going in. Yeah, and he, he's talking to, he's talking with more, making him drive more because – we were watching. Yeah. All of a sudden, Whitmore got a yeah. three-point line, had about five feet of space between him and the basket, between him and the defender. Sprinted yeah. at the thing, hops up the thing, yeah. drew a foul. Like he's just so strong, so athletic. Like his dunk the other day against Boston College on yeah. the breakaway. That was crazy. Does, I, I would love if if I had to, you know, play devil devil's advocate, put in a little critique. I have seen him get beat on a lot of backdoors. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah they we, were getting yeah. backdoor cuts against Penn. Yeah. They yeah. fixed yeah. that in the second half. And uh, BC. He gets, I saw I yeah. saw a couple of them BC, you know. They ball watch. He's a young kid. Yeah. He's a young kid. But, like, but, and he's but, only played three games. He's been out for how, however many yeah, weeks. Six, seven weeks. Yeah, it's. I don't think that's a thing to worry about. That's, I, that's one of those things where, like, you know, knock on wood, I would never want this to happen. But, like, you know, you can't, you know, you're a freshman. You're, you're doing the thing. You know, you can kind of minimize to a degree the level of, Complete ball movement because you know you can rely on Cam Whitmore to find his own shot, but don't stray away from the fundamentals of you know playing oh, amazing yeah. defense. Like I, I I didn't like seeing that. We've been know? playing better like defensively since yeah. like past three or four games since our terrible yeah, two about start. It's a yeah. minor thing like like in, in the teams. in the grand scheme of the game like it's not oh, yeah. that great of. I agree. But you know those little <clears throat> things are are flags. You know. Yeah. I just think unfortunately for Villanova, um, even when we get Justin Moore back, the teams that we're gonna play. Being UConn, Creighton, Marquette, we can beat everybody. I, I, uh, we, we can beat Marquette. I'm not worried about Marquette. I'm only worried about Creighton and UConn. The only two teams in the biggest I, I'm absolutely at all worried about. We are matched up so poorly against UConn. Well, we're <laughs> playing them a week and a half. Yeah, a little more, a little more than two weeks. I think it's like the 28th at UConn. <laughs> it's a game we're penciled to lose. We're pen. We're, we're, Should I go to that game? Yeah, please. Should yeah. Why, not? yeah, why not? We're written in pen losing that game. Like it's, it's yeah. we're losing that game. But if we just to show some fight, show some athleticism, like I, I think Wimmer coming back, especially defensively, he's another six eight guy in the paint. Like obviously, can he like Sonogo go and Sonogo Klingham? Yeah, are so good, so tall. Them, but. but we finally have some. Like if Wimmer is not healthy, then you have Slater guard with these guys, and that's like a. We don't want I that. Mean, with Dixon, Slater, and Whitmore, we have the size and the strength. Yeah. Like, at least, you know, compete in the paint against exactly. these guys. But the one thing I do like about Villanova, we've always been team rebounds. Uh-huh. That, that's always been an emphasis. And we're rebounding better. The, we're the, rebounding a lot better recently. Just going against teams like that, it's going to be uh, it's gonna be really tough. I know we talked last year, too, in, in the tournament. If we ever got matched up against Purdue, going up against Edie was going to be yeah. a huge problem. But now that we have Whitmore, I don't 
you know, it's not as big a problem. We have some yeah. strength down there. Liam, I have a this is a little bit of a side tangent, and I, this isn't like supposed to like expose you, but like when we were watching the game, I think you made a comment about how like you had wished Slater had taken like a a bigger step this year. Yeah, especially with you know Colin and Jermaine not commanding so much of the ball. Like, do you still feel that way? Shooting wise, yeah, because there there's were, there a lot were, left to be desired. There were points, there were so. points last season where. He went on like a stretch of like five games where he was consistently hitting three threes yeah. a game. It seemed like now it, I don't know, he's not as aggressive as he was last season either. I wish he would drive. We, That's what he's great at. Yeah, we I saw he, do he it. got downhill, wide open left lefty lane because you know yeah. he, and that that's his bread and butter. Instead of throwing down a monstrous slam, he just kind of like laid it. Even in that, like, he, like, he ah. is a tough finisher in the paint. Like when he gets in there, he can finish around the around the rim, but. He just hasn't done enough. He just doesn't enough. Like I don't. I hate when the ball finds his hands. He's taking a three pointer. Like I don't like that. I don't yeah. want that offense. Um, that's that's my biggest problem with him and Sli- him and Arch on the floor together because they're just two black holes offensively. Yeah, they are. They absolutely are. But I think you know this team's got we got some stuff to look forward to yep. this season. St. Joe's it's gonna be a lot of St. John's, games. UConn, for things. A lot of fun games and absolutely no pressure, which is really nice. Love uh-huh. it. All right, everybody. Any birthdays, Liam? Yes, birthdays. And um, any any other trivia? No, no trivia. No. Uh, birthdays today. We got um. Before we do the birthdays, uh, I I would like to say, as the last show of the calendar year, um, I, I think I speak for all of us when I say that we you know truly appreciate uh the moments that the opportunities we've been provided here to you know get on the radio and talk sports and. We very much appreciate all of our listeners for, um, you know, tuning in every time and listening to us. Just, you know, we're three, three college students that just love to talk about sports, and the fact that we have a platform for it is just, you know, amazing. And um, shout out to WXVU Villanova and as a whole for gifting us this opportunity every week to, you know, just take a break from all the worries and stress that college provides you, um, and just, you know. Talk about nothing but sports and, you know, get excited about it, have some fun debates and everything like that. We have so much more in store for our, uh, God, sad to say, our last semester of the show. Wow. We have a lot of aspirations. I know Sean and I, we want to eventually do our GOAT debate at some point. Um, well, it's kind of on the back burner. First show after break, everybody excited. We have a little uh, worst takes of the football season. Oh, yeah. Oh. So I, I think we want to do a lot more of those kind of uh, just fun segments. Um you know, so it's not just not that we don't love talking, you know, NFL, MLB, NBA, you know, in that order. Um, but we'll, we, you know, we we have a lot of backburner ideas, and this is going to be our semester to kind of shovel all those out, and hopefully it's enjoyable for you guys as well. Uh, birthdays, any birthdays? Um, yeah, just one. Basketball legend, kind of an old head, well, very much an old head. Atlanta Hawks legend Bob Pettit. Nice. That's probably a name I haven't heard in a while, but yeah, yep. that's all we got. Yeah. And happy birthday, Frank Sinatra. Oh wow, yeah. that's awesome! And uh, I, did he play for the? No, he played for the Celtics. Um, like Sinatra, I don't want. R.I.P. to uh, Paul Silas, uh, just passed the other day. Um, sorry about that rank, but uh, yeah, um, that's it's unfortunate. Okay, right? Thought thought we have to, you know, he's, he's, his son is actually the coach of the Rockets. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, but as always, you know, again, a, a giant thank you from everyone. And we look forward to seeing you in 2023. Keep an uh, eye out. Maybe new uh, times will. Yeah, it might be new times. We got we got to yeah. figure out the scheduling and everything. But uh, we, will, you know, st- that's another reason to stay updated with the Twitter. 
and um, you know have a great holidays, safe and happy Christmas. Uh, stay safe this new year, and as always, watch a lot of sports and have some fun in the locker room.